Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Martin Manila from ESL, BusinessEnglishExperts.com and Initial-Impact.com. As you may be aware, um, I've started to do a series of podcasts all about career crises because sadly more of you these days are losing your jobs um, because of the economic situation, there are layoffs abound um, and it is affecting everybody. It doesn't matter what sector you're in um, or even what age group you're in and it can be a challenge. So today's podcast is a little bit of a treat about the three questions you absolutely should ask in a job interview. Um, it's important that once you get into the interview, it's not just about asking, sorry, ask, <laughs> answering their questions, it's about you asking yours too. Without it, you're going to look like you really don't care about getting that job. Now, when we look about it, um, I've done a fair amount of interviews myself in the past, okay? And I've also had the benefit of being the interview enough times to know what both sides of the equation look like and what you should both be looking to get out of the interview process. So um, really, if you think about it, as the interviewee, you're often so focused on trying to give the right answers, okay, and impress, that you forget to take the opportunity to find out a little bit more about the position and company, okay, um, and really to ensure that you want the position, right? Because you just think, well, I just want this position, and you don't ask at the interview what you should be asking to find out, are you sure? It's going to help you from taking the wrong job if you get it offered. Okay. Now, there are countless lists you can look up about any questions you should ask for being interviewed. They're usually about 100 questions long. Okay? And these lists are helpful, I agree. Um, but ultimately, from both sides of that, I've sat up at that interview table in the past, my long and checkered history with jobs and hiring and everything else in between, there are really only three key questions that are a must-ask. All right. And these questions are really helpful to alert you to any potential problems, give you a real insight into the company, the position um, and great sort of gateways to lead you into further additional questions that might help explain things to you a little further. In addition to asking questions that I suppose are specific to that company, it shows you that you just really are interested in engaged in the industry. Okay, because you don't want to just be getting to that job interview and then them saying, get any questions for us? And you go, no, I think that's fine. I think you've covered it all. It really shows you're not engaged. You haven't perhaps been bothered in that interview or been listening to anything that the interview's been saying either. So you don't want to be left in that position. Leave them with a nice uh, end impression of you. And this is your, how you're going to do it. So the first one is, okay, what, so you're going to ask this of them, what will be the biggest challenge for the person filling this position? Or even better, I would say, say, what will be the biggest challenge for me, okay, if I'm lucky enough to be offered this position, okay? So you really want to make it about you. So talk, talk about, okay, I'm going to be part of this team. So what's going to be the biggest challenge for me in this position? even better, right? Because you're saying, I've already got the position. So what's going to be the biggest challenge for me in this position? So this question gives an insight, obviously, into what you might be expected to walk into, and also an opportunity to explain how qualified you are to handle it, right? So remember this, um, avoid asking the question just to allow yourself to crow on about, and crowing on means bragging, like being proud about what you can do. Um, remember this, that at the end of the day, you want to focus on listening to their response instead of thinking, okay, how can you plan your next words out of your mouth? It's because this answer is going to tell you a lot about the position. So really, it's better for you just to use these questions to listen, okay, not to respond too greatly. So sometimes what an employer considers a challenge is just the thing you might be looking for. 
But ultimately, if there are truly no challenges here, you might want to consider if this is going to be a challenge enough for you, fulfilling enough, right? If the challenge is equally also seem unreasonable or outside of your control or skill set, you may want to consider if you'll be fighting a losing war, okay? Because it's impossible for you to surmount it, to get past it, um, if it's too much for you. Or you might want to take the opportunity here to ask what assistance you might have in tackling these challenges if you think this might be biting off more than you can chew, which is a great idiom. It means, yeah, going in over your head. Um, so it's essential for you that you answer, uh, sorry, get them to answer these questions and listen to it. Their response will tell you a lot about the teamwork dynamic if you expect it to do it all on your own. Um, do you have autonomy, which means can you work um, independently? Are they going to allow you to do that? Or do you have to be micromanaged, which might not work for you? So really listen up, okay? Um, an alternative question could be, what is the number one challenge or skill uh, that I would need to be successful in this position? That's another great one. The second one, which isn't asked hardly at all, but really should be, why is this position available? <laughs> all right, so if they haven't said, like in their, if obviously in their recruitment documentation, they've said, you know, due to company expansion, we're looking for 10 new sales reps, that's pretty obvious, right? You don't want to ask that question if it's already been said in the, in the job description because that makes you look silly and like you haven't bothered reading. But if the company hasn't said right out there and then why the position's available, you want to do your best to find out, okay? Um, if it's a brand new position, find out what they hope that new position will bring to the company and the problems it might solve. That's important because it's going to tell you about what they're hoping and how much, um, how much weight of expectation, that's a good expression, how much responsibility is placed upon you to fulfill that for the company. If the company is hiring for many positions, and it's not clear again why or what their growth is, then ask about the growth plan, the products, the services, programs, et cetera, the operations that the growth is based upon. Um, if you think about it, just because they offer you the job doesn't mean you should take it. And here's why. Um, it might be that when you ask that question, the growth plan and the products and services, if you believe that the roles are not sustainable because you think, hang on, I don't think there's a huge growth in that market, then it means that you might be hired for a short period of time, but then let go again. Um, I had this happen uh, a little while ago, I worked with a developer, um, fantastic developer, really great guy, um, who was hired by a very well-known tech company um, in AR, okay, in augmented reality. Now, bear in mind that when the company hired, which wasn't that long ago, and the markets and the position of the economic climate wasn't as it is now. And um, this company was wanting to really you know, splash the cash, I guess. Um, and maybe in a way, it might have been a bit of a benefit for their taxes. I don't know quite specifically. But if you think about it, if you invest a lot in R&D, research and development, that is, um, then you can offset that against your profits, right? So they hired this fantastic guy. Okay, AR guy, very smart gentleman, um, lovely guy, a young family, and really, you know, um, it, it was kind of a good opportunity for him. The problem is, is that the first round of layoffs that happened, he went. Um, and sadly, recently, yeah, I've just stopped, um, stopped obviously doing coaching for him. He's, he's lost his job. Um, and he's in a position where he's not, uh, not able really to, um, to deal, I think, with what exactly happened there. Um, it was a very sad position for him to get into. Um, and he is a great, as I say, I consider him a great friend. 
um, as well as a, a fantastic skilled person. Um, and I know that from his point of view, it shocked him. But actually, when we think about it, um, perhaps, I don't know about hindsight on this one, but ultimately, um, I think the company in question was really probably investing a lot out to try and just, yeah, justify what they were spending to offset their profits. Um, and of course, if the market contracts, mostly all of these nice sort of uh, what we say not need to do projects, but kind of fun and good to play with for the company, they're the first things to get cut. So if you're being asked to go into any company to deal with something that's new and cutting edge, but you think is not essential to the core service of the company, I would say currently in these economic circumstances and times, your best bet um, would be to decline those because unless there's something else that they're going to ask you to do that is part of the core as well in that job description, your job role might be the first to go if they need to cut back. Okay, economically. So think about what is going to be supporting your position. If it's a new product that they're playing with, but we're not sure if it's going to have long-term uptake in the market, or it might be a project that can be mothballed or put on the back burner. Those are nice idioms and expressions, but not nice to happen. Then I would possibly say you might want to consider whether that's going to be a stable position or not. Okay. Also think about it. Um, it. If you think about it, okay, if you hadn't done some digging around about their intentions, okay, you may have found yourself back on the job heap sooner rather than you wanted. Also, if the employee is vague with a response uh, regarding a previous employee that was doing the job, okay, um, make sure, right, to um, be careful here, but respect their discretion on this. But don't be afraid to ask about the average turnaround of this position. So you can ask, look, okay, you don't want to ask him about that specific employee, but okay, say how many times has this job been been advertised for and filled and then re reappeared? So if they've gone through six employees in the last year for the same position, okay, double check that. Is it because those employees were promoted internally within the company or because they're all not a good fit? If they were all not a good fit, okay. Um, again, try and ask the employee, well, okay, what do they think was missing? And more importantly, what do you need to have to be able to survive the cut and also not be thrown on the not a good fit heap? You see, sometimes this question can show there's an internal politics problem. Maybe the company's got a problem with bullying or some sort of bad culture. And believe me, you, this one question is probably the most important question you can ask. All right. Because you can start like a fantastic position. I had another client like this, took a great position at, a, again, another well-known tech company, right? She quickly learned um, the reason why. <laughs> why she got this position wasn't all that it was meant to be. The company turnaround for that was so bad, all right, that they could almost barely remember the names of the people that had come and gone in the last year. Um, in addition, a lot of the people who had um, gone into this role ended up huge problems because of bullying within the department that the management was not prepared to sort out. It was pretty horrific, okay? Um, and really, the damage done to her was quite tragic. So don't make that mistake. Ask and don't be afraid to ask why and probe a bit deeper. Then you can make your decision as to whether you really want to be that next employee or not, okay? Also, another good one, the third one, what would other employees say is the best part about working here? Now, this is better than saying what is your favorite part about working here because it allows you to see what they think other people value, right? And gives you a chance to see if that matches and aligns with your values. So if you ask them simply what they like, you don't have a good picture, do you? All 
all right? Whether that's a general consensus, it's just one person's perspective. And it's a less ability to understand um, what they believe people should love about their company to work there. Make a note here, whenever you ask these questions, watch people's body languages and whether any of your questions seem to make them uncomfortable or off guard. So, you know, if they start to sort of, um, look, everybody scratches their head from time to time and rub their eyes. But if it suddenly appears to step up a notch when you're asking these questions and they all interview, they haven't done this, there's usually some signals that something's making them irritable, nervous. So if people like rubbing their neck, it means they're uncomfortable, they're feeling stressed. Okay, it's like almost like this is a pain in my neck. All right. Um, if people are rubbing their eyes when they're answering these questions or covering their mouth a little bit and they haven't done that excessively during the interview, again, it means they're not being totally correct with you or truthful they're trying to cover something up all right children do this a lot don't they you know if they're telling you if telling a few lies about something they start to rub their eyes and say i don't know and they don't look at you right okay well they might cover their mouth if they're about to say something they shouldn't all right so these are what we call leaking body languages that can make you aware something's not right even if the rest of the body language is still if they seem to be squirming in their seat which means twisting around or shifting their leg position okay it might have been a long interview so perhaps by this point they're uncomfortable just from sitting down so don't read too much into this but bear in mind if this appears to be with specific questions it might give you something else to consider that might be going on there all right also think about it um companies should have a whole host of reasons why people love to work for them okay if they can come out with them just like that one after the other it, you know and it seems genuine all right and authentic and passionate that's great all right if they really have to think about it and they oh, I don't know well okay i suppose it's because blah 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 does it seem that they've really had to push to get those answers out of their head and if so is that a good sign really also step up um after this and check out with current employees okay you can go onto glassdoor as well um, that's a good site to read just anonymous reviews of companies and what people think of them and also um, ask the same question to current employees where you can who you do get to know um, ask the same question and see if they match up and say the same things or not keep in mind that some employees clearly won't be willing to be too honest with you because they might be worried about their job. Okay. But if you're doing this face to face or over video again, just check are they looking away? Do they light up with a smile? Do they relax? Do they suddenly look tense? Or they go, I don't know. Or do they seem to give a political answer and say, well, the company is a very well respected company to work for. That's a political answer, right? It's not telling you anything. So it's uh, it's obviously good to ask um, anybody who works there privately, not in a group. You don't want to put anybody um, in a very difficult position or certainly um, in front of anybody in a leadership role if you want the genuine response because you're not going to get what, what is really the candid. Candid means honest, direct, frank, truthful response okay so those are the questions i highly recommend i hope this again has given you another little bit of a push forward to know how to manage your uh, career crisis and crossroads if you're interviewing look out for my next podcast coming to you on this very soon if this has helped you please please consider subscribing to my newsletter also sponsor a segment please buy me a cup of coffee if you've really been helped by this i appreciate it allows me to keep making these free of charge for you and share it even if you can't do any of those things with your friends your colleagues on social media please tweet me out wherever you can um, send this viral on mr zuckerberg's site wherever you feel um, your social or business profiles are 
put me out there, please. It would really help me greatly because I'm so busy doing podcasts. I hadn't have any time to do anything else these days. Take care. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you have enjoyed it, please feel free to sponsor a segment. If you're listening on Spotify, you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month, which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated. If you prefer to do something one-off, then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee. Again, details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via Stripe. And again, this enables me to continue providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here so even if you can't afford high level coaching i'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you and of course you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast Put me on your social media, everywhere that you go, tweet about me, blog about me, whatever you'd like to do about me, as long as it's beneficial and it's polite, okay? I welcome all of that, but please just circulate the information far and wide. Our job here in the Coach Mark Manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price. Take care. I'll see you soon.